0: Night over Gotham City But what else is over Gotham City? Not flying saucers I'm sorry sir But we know nothing about it at all I'm sorry But we have absolutely no information Madam Yes I'm sorry but An imminent invasion from outer space? (laughs) Well, I rather doubt it, miss. Bonnie, please hold the rest of the calls. I can't talk to all of Gotham City tonight.
1: Yes, Commissioner, but there's a Mrs. Green out here to see you. Regarding a man from Mars she just met in Gotham Park?
0: All right, Bonnie. Wait a minute, then send her in.
1: Now, let me get this straight. You say by week's end, the invasion will be complete. And Gotham City will be overcome not only by little men from Mars, but by virulent living organisms from outer space? You can't expect me to take you seriously, Professor Greenleaf.
0: I think you should, Miss Golden, And I think your father should advise all authorities to submit to and comply with the invaders. Otherwise. What is it? Look. There flying saucers are a myth a figment of the whole world's imagination but the world's imagination and particularly gotham City's, is getting out of hand what we need is some experienced help
2: What's this?
1: In an abandoned launching pad factory. Our old nemesis, the
2: Joker, up to a sinister skyborne caper.
1: Joker, you are.
2: I was more than Marvie while I was in prison, Emerald. I was positively inspired completing these plans for my flying saucer. With the help of my cellmate, a mad scientist, who had a passing penchant for picking pockets. (laughs) The
0: plans look great, Joker, but what are you gonna use to build your flying saucer out?
2: Oh, don't worry about that shamrock. It'll be made. And shortly it'll be speeding across the skies of Gotham City. Oh, but not without warning. Ooh, the rumors I've planted. (laughs) Yes, the whispers are flying. What scuttlebutts? is afloat on my... on my private grapevine.
3: And, uh... Just what did this man from Mars say to you in Gotham Park, Mrs. Green? I don't know.
2: I don't speak Martian or Margius, or or whatever you call it.
3: Well, that's understandable. Since there is no life on Mars as we know it, there can be no intelligible Marsish language.
0: Did he threaten you in any manner? Well, not exactly threatened me, but he certainly frightened me. It's not often I run
2: into... Uh... It's not often I run into a man three feet tall. No. Three feet tall. Holy interplanetary yardstick. But he
3: did speak to you. And then he left in his flying saucer, Mrs. Green. He was out of
2: sight in a split second. Mother McCree. Well... I'm sorry to be so lacking in details, gentlemen, but I thought the incident should be reported.
0: Of course, Mrs. Green.
3: It is the duty of every good citizen of Gotham City to report meeting a man from Mars in a public park. Gotham City Penal Code, Section 32, Subsection
0: 14. Yes. Uh, Thank you for coming. You're welcome. Goodbye, Sonny. Well, Batman, she seemed composed, intelligent, but... uh not given to falsehoods or hallucinations.
3: And vaguely familiar, Commissioner. Perhaps the bat computer can help our lagging memories. Let's go, Robin. Daddy! Daddy! What's the matter, Miss Gordon? I
1: barely got out of the library alive. There was this little green man from Mars, and he was just campering all over the place. But the library isn't the only place the little green man is scrambling.
2: Abandoned launching pad factory and scared Commissioner Gordon's daughter half to death in the library, while your sister, Mrs. Green, was equally effective at police headquarters. <laughs> oh, thank you, Professor Greenlee, for a job well done. You've both certainly earned your greenbacks tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all of Gotham City has the flying saucer jitters, and when they see my flying saucer... How are they going to see it, Joker, if you don't start making it? Oh, it can be assembled in a matter of hours, Shamrock, as soon as we get the beryllium. What is that, Pussy? One of the lightest metals in the world, Emerald. Yes, and the Wayne Foundation is currently doing research on a huge supply of it.
0: <laughs> so we heist this beryllium. Build your saucer and off we go. No,
2: chartreuse. Here we come, from another planet. (laughs) Yes, terrorizing the inhabitants of Gotham City and forcing them and the rest of the world's population to their knees with the demands I shall issue from my awe-inspiring spaceship. Mm.
1: And what are those demands going to be, Poopsie?
2: Well, what would any green-haired Martian demand, Emerald? Complete capitulation, complete cooperation, complete control. Now, you and Chartreuse hightail it down to the metals research wing of the Wayne Foundation and pick up that precious metal. Oh, an emerald. Yes, poopsy. You go along as a decoy. Create a diversionary tactic, just in case millionaire Bruce Wayne or any member of his staff might be there. <laughs> Groovy. Mm, <poopsie. laughs> oh, I'll wait here. If anyone should recognize me at the Wayne Foundation, the dynamic demagogues might be. <laughs> You've been vertically. Just spreading little bits of panic here and there, Joker. Oh. <laughs> and I saw the Batmobile parked in front of police headquarters, so I planted a little green time bomb under the dashboard, just like you told me. <laughs> and set it for midnight, I suppose? We Martians like to dispose of our earthly enemies at the witching hour. Set for midnight on the nose, Joker. Oh. <laughs>
3: this is green. Green horn? Greenhouse, house, green thumb, little green men? From Mars. Of course. I remember now. Mrs. Green used to be the front woman for that bunco artist who at one time was blackmailing green grocers. It's a small world, isn't it, sir? Uh, it's a small universe, Alfred. As I suspected uh, from the beginning, Robin, this present Martian invasion is all a hoax, including somehow the... Little green intruder in the library.
2: Now what, Batman?
3: Well, let's see what this new current criminal activity bat disclosure unit has to disclose.
2: Joker at large, manufacturing a flying saucer. Gosh, Batman, this machine's almost human. not quite human enough, Robin.
3: Just what would Joker be using to make his flying saucer?
2: Probably one of the lighter metals. Titanium, beryllium. Titanium.
3: Titanium. The supply of titanium is very limited in this vicinity. Uh, but isn't there an abundant supply, sir, of beryllium... in the metals research wing of the Wayne Foundation? Indeed there is, Alfred. And Joker's just clever enough to know that. And maybe planning to appropriate it. Alfred, yes, it's sir? 15 minutes until midnight. I know, sir. Pay a quick and casual call on the Wayne Foundation... and check on security there. Robin and I will follow, but I do not want our presence known until and if the Joker plays his hand. At once, sir. You know, I find such an assignment quite a challenge. I advise Commissioner Gordon, and if our suspicions are right, old chum, the Joker's terrorizing of Gotham City will be stopped at once.
0: Joker, The Wayne Foundation, and you'll handle it yourself. Well, keep me informed, Batman. I'll send you any help you need, right? What was that all about, Commissioner? Well, Batman has reason to believe that Joker is behind this so-called imminent Martian invasion. He also suspects the next development will take place in the metals research wing of the Wayne Foundation. So on a night filled with incredible happenings, Barbara Gordon makes her own
1: incredible change into Batgirl as the witching hour arrives in the Batcave.
3: Alfred should be on his way by now to the Batmobile.
2: Well, a mad scientist to help us assemble my flying saucer. If I may correct you. You may not correct me. I know a mad scientist when I see a mad scientist. But I... Else why were you the metal research wing of the Wayne Foundation when my men caught you, along with Batgirl, caught coming in a window? Maybe we should find her a window in the sky. You mean put her in orbit, Joker? Exactly, Samrock. Just as we were going to put my flying saucer in orbit. (laughs) Yes, with the help of this huge supply of beryllium you heisted. (laughs) And all done with no sign of Batman or Robin at all. (laughs) (laughs) Of course there's no sign of Batman or Robin, Joker. (laughs) Where have you been this time, Verdigris? Spreading more panic, Joker. Police headquarters is in turmoil. And the Batmobile is gone from where it was last parked. And so are the caped cadavers. Gone forever, Joker, thanks to that little green time bomb I planted. Oh, joy of joys, ecstasy of ecstasy. (laughs) You suppose there's a working launching pad left in this abandoned launching pad factory? Yes, there's one in the launching pad equipment locker, Joker, and some fuse. Oh, good. While the countdown begins for Batgirl, our mad captive scientists will unpack the beryllium and then help me assemble my flying saucer. While back in the battered Batcave... Here, old Chuck. Boy, I'd say we had ourselves
3: a little blast. I'd say we had (laughs) ourselves one of Joker's lethal time bombs, no doubt planted by one of his men from Mars.
0: (laughs) Holy rock garden. (laughs) Look, the
2: clock didn't break. It's almost 8.30. We've been out cold over eight hours. And apparently, so has Alfred been out. At the Wayne Foundation, where Joker and his little green menaces were going to steal a beryllium. Do you suppose Alfred has tried to get in
3: contact with us? Every receiving device around here has been broken. And by
2: all rights, so should we have been. Sure, Batman, if it hadn't been for our anti-thermal bat t-shirts we've been wearing lately. And look, the explosion even knocked Knocked all the phones off the hooks. Yeah.
3: Hello. Oh, there's there's no more current, Robin. Quickly, old chum. We must rig up an auxiliary circuit bat regenerator. Who knows what's happened to the outside world?
0: <sighs> Who knows what's happened to the Cape Crusaders? I can't seem to locate them anywhere, Mayor Lindsey. Do you expect me to report that to Governor Stonefellow?
2: To the President? Londinium? To the United Nations? This is an emergency, Commissioner. Flying saucers and men from Mars don't invade our country every day.
0: Well, at least they've stopped invading for a minute. Uh, the sky's is as clear as a die.
2: Die? A very poor choice of words, Chief O'Hara. That's what we may all be doing if the Martians return. Dying. We can't find Batman and Robin, not to mention Batgirl. But to mention
1: Batgirl...
2: (laughs) This is a unique experience. I've thrilled many a woman Batgirl, but I never sent one completely in orbit before. (laughs) You shall have company shortly, though, now that my flying saucer is completed. (laughs) Yes, we will take off immediately after you do, and we'll wave to you occasionally as we pass you circling the Earth. (laughs) Of course, you will keep going forever. Why, we will circle the Earth a few more times to give everyone a good look at my saucer as they await my ultimate ultimatum in fear and trembling before I return, ruler of the universe!
3: (laughs) This may be my last attempt to reach you, sir, though I've been trying desperately for hours.
2: It works! It's Alfred! The
3: Joker's about to put that girl into orbit from the abandoned launching pad factory on Flying Circus Hill.
1: Are you talking to that handkerchief? <laughs> Just dabbing my eyes. Stronger men than I have wept at moments like this. Oh. <laughs> and then he's about to launch
2: his own flying saucer. Holy known unknown flying objects. What? Holy known unknown flying objects. Robin.
3: Alert the Batcopter port to ready the Batcopter. While I tell Commissioner Gordon that communications have been re-established. Ten, nine, eight,
0: seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Blast off. <laughs> ah,
2: the fuse has gone out!
1: <laughs> That's right, Joker, it's out. The automatic fuse extinguisher in my Batgirl utility belt will forever keep you from putting me into orbit.
2: Uh Oh, one time. Uh, We'll take her with us in the flying saucer and a mad scientist, too. When I push the button that opens the roof of this launching pad factory...
0: I don't understand your language too well, sir, but I assume you're trying to tell me the Flying Saucer is over Petrona Vizkov. Oh, oh, was over Petrona viskov three seconds ago. Well, thank you, sir, for calling. <coughs> that was the First Minister of the Presidium. Barbara. What? I said Barbara, my daughter. I wonder what's happened to her in all this excitement.
1: And, well, might Commissioner Gordon wonder what's happened to his daughter.
2: Uh, 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 Oh, 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 look, right over there. Just a few billion miles. Saturn! (laughs) How did you get
1: mixed up in a thing like this, Alfred?
3: My job as millionaire Bruce Wayne's butler sometimes calls for extracurricular duties, but uh, this, this is going too
2: far. Activate the supersonic, decelerating, counter-rotating turbines degree We're getting a little too close to the sun.
1: While back on Earth...
2: <laughs> well, now we've seen New Auckland. <laughs> Invert the compression radial ratio, energize the tandem ailerons, degree while I turn up this interplanetary microphone. <laughs> In 46 and 38 seconds, we'll be over Gotham City, where I will ultimate my ultimatum. <laughs> me, me. Uh, me, me! Me, 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 me.
3: <laughs>
2: it sure beats walking. Any sightings? None. But if Alfred's on that flying saucer, maybe we can reach him on our intercosmic two-way thermophone.
3: I hear you, sir. Head street for Flying Circus Hill. Flying Circus Hill? We're just entering the substratosphere over Gotham City. I managed to put some homing burial into the beryllium this flying saucer is made of. It should head straight back.
2: Are you talking to your
1: handkerchief again? Hmm? (laughs) Just clearing my head.
3: Altitude, you know. (laughs) Good old Alfred. Yes, I'll head for Flying Circus Hill. You alert, Commissioner
2: Gordon. (laughs) It's time for my ultimate ultimatum. (laughs) Hear this. Now hear this all citizens of Gotham City and the world. This is the Joker speaking to you from outer space. From inner outer space. (laughs) Yes, advising you to... What's the matter, Verdi, when we pass the city? We're headed right back to Flying Circus Hill and the abandoned lodging pad factory. <laughs> oh, depress the aerothermic thermal research. Jets. Accelerate the isothermal oxyacetylene va- vaporometers.
3: Huh?
2: Step on the gas!
3: This uh, thingamajig is stuck
0: here.
2: But we're headed right back where we started. <laughs>
1: soft landing Pepsi. yes
2: but on the wrong planet I wanted to rule the world from Mars I like the looks of that place
3: yes I think you'd be more comfortable there at the moment Joker Thank <laughs> Joker, it looks like you've flown your last saucer. But I came
2: close, Batman. I came close. Close doesn't
3: count. You'll come much closer to washing tin saucers up at Warden Crichton's Cosmic calaboose, Joker. Let's Uh. go.
0: Barbara, where have you been?
1: Looking all over for you, Daddy. Bonnie said I might find you in here. I took an unexpected little trip, and uh, I didn't have time to let you know.
3: The Joker's Martian invasion has been grounded. For five to ten years, I would imagine. <phone rings> yes, Commissioner? Spiffany's jewelry store? Huh? 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 What do these window shoppers look like? What do they look like?
1: Who could possibly describe Dr. Cassandra and her husband, Kabbalah, eyeing the priceless Mope diamond hungrily and then disappearing? No wonder all of Gotham City startled, as you are bound to be in our next episode.